Today's topic is persecution. Persecution has not historically been a problem for the church in America, but that time may be over. Issues of constitutional law, alleged hate speech, and culture over truth may become issues for the church to deal with in the immediate future. The church in Germany in, 19, in the 1930s and 1940s faced persecution from the Nazis that they never dreamed would happen. The church in Africa, India, and China today are experiencing new and difficult levels of persecution that they had no preparation for. Persecutions can catch the church by surprise, as we are peace, a peaceful people who trust in God. We're peacemakers. Matthew 5.9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. That's us. A few decades ago, Christians in Chad in West Africa were being persecuted for refusing to participate in old tribal initiation rites, which they say are not God-honoring. Reliable sources reported the torture and death of pastors, evangelists, and other church leaders who declined to commit acts counter to their faith. The persecutions originated when the president of Chad launched a cultural revolution to rid the nation of unwanted foreign influences and to establish an identity with the country's past. The church suffered, but today there are thousands of Bible-believing congregations in the country who ultimately got the victory over the president of Chad. In the book of Acts, the apostles were mighty men of God, doing the work of God, glorifying God, ministering to the people. Surely they won't be persecuted. But the Bible records the following. In Acts chapter 5, verse 17, Then the high priest and all his, and his, all his associates, who were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put put them in public jail. Verse 27, the apostles were brought in and made to appear before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high priest. We gave you strict orders not to teach in that name, he said. Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than human beings. When the Jewish leaders heard this, they were furious and wanted to put the apostles to death. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and they let them go. The apostles left the Sanhedrin, rejoicing because they had been considered worthy of suffering disgrace for the name of, of Jesus Christ. Day after day in the temple courts and from, the house, from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. Here's a few sayings on suffering. Better to suffer ill than to do ill. Number two, those things that hurt, instruct. Number three, no one is truly happy who has not suffered. The Bible has much to say about persecution of believers. For example, Romans 8.35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? 2 Corinthians 12.10, This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in, insult, in insults, in hardship, in persecution, and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Hebrews 10.33, Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insults and persecution. At other times, you stood by with, with those who were so treated. Here's a few verses from suffering from the early church leaders. Acts chapter 5, verse 41. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Number three, Philippians 3.10. I want to know Christ, yet to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering. No one except the Apostle Paul seems to seek out persecution and suffering. No general suffering such as a flat tire in your car. Not, not general suffering such as a flat tire in your car, but, su but sufferings for the sake of the spread of the gospel. How do we deal with persecutions and sufferings? 
Number one, realize that it is normal to suffer as a Christian. Christians and non-Christians suffer from various sicknesses, job loss, family problems, but if the Christian who suffers for the gospel is blessed. Number two, be thankful that the Lord is with you through all persecutions and suffering. Matthew 28, 20 says, Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Number three, persecutions and sufferings have a time limit. They cannot go on forever. Eventually, all suffering will be over when, Christ, when, when we are with Christ in heaven. Number four, persecutions will quicken your senses and improve your prayer life. Under the threat of persecution, our spiritual and prayer life are more intense. Number five, by faith, patience, and prayer, you will come out on the victory side. As Christians, we can expect persecution, but we can also expect victory. 1 Corinthians 15:57 says, But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we're grateful for Christians suffering worldwide, and we pray that you'll minister to them, build them up, and encourage them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.